This is the Oanda Podcast. You're listening to the Oanda Market Insights Podcast, talking with Oanda senior market analysts across the world. And today we're joined by Craig Earlham in London. Good morning, Craig. How are you doing? I'm very good, mate. How are you? Very good, thanks. Before we talk about some of the big news stories around today, how are the markets as we stand at the moment? Well, it's all looking a little bit flat, to be honest, this week. Last week was such a bumper start to the month. We had the Federal Reserve Wednesday, the Bank of England Thursday, OPEC Plus Thursday, the jobs report on Friday. We almost kind of had a, a, a month's worth of action in the in the first week. So it, it's calmed down a lot. It's a lot thinner on the data calendar. You're just picking out small things. Um, well, not always small things like today, the US inflation, for example, but compared to the... the the activity that we saw last week, it's looking a little bit slim. Um, earnings season is also starting to draw to a close, so that's been a big boom, uh, big boost for these equity markets over the course of the last month. So we're losing that um, kind of kick. Uh, so, yeah, it's all just looking a little bit flat. I'm sure it's only temporary. Um, I think central banks are still going to be very front and centre now over the course of the next couple of months. But I think this week, maybe we're just seeing a bit of a, a bit of a calm. OK, yesterday we saw Bitcoin reach a new record high, breaking through the $68,000 barrier. Um, analysts predicting that it'll rise further in the coming weeks. And we've seen other cryptocurrencies also rise to record highs. Ethereum uh, soared to nearly $5,000, for instance. Bargain. <laughs> Absolutely. If only we'd bought those when uh, they were a lot lower. Um, are you in agreement that you think that Bitcoin will rise even further over the next few weeks? It's hard to not see it, uh, just because... While you can be sceptical about what its actual application is going to be in the future, whether it's going to be fully adopted or uh, uh, whether it's... Well, there's there's, lot, there's lots of reasons, I guess, why people are quite sceptical. Uh, where, you, where you can share these views, one thing you can't ignore is momentum, and there's so much momentum in the space right now that you. it seems like with every passing week or month, you're hearing new names and new companies being linked to it, uh, be adopting it so that people can trade on it or can buy and sell it easily, like with PayPal, which we saw months ago, or, or whether it's Elon Musk um, doing wild things uh, himself, which we know he's prone to do, and we'll come back to that later, uh, whether that's using Tesla money or talking about his own holdings, etc. This, this, is, this has got the, the, the crypto community um, quite excited. Uh, interestingly, yesterday we did hear from CEO uh, of Apple, Tim Cook, who said that there was no no desire to invest Apple cash into uh, cryptos, but he did have a personal holding of his own. And again, I thought that would have given the markets a bit of a, a bit of a bump, especially at these uh, record levels. But it didn't seem to have much of an impact. But it is just another story, another story that kind of builds momentum in the broader sense uh, within the space. And it just doesn't look like that momentum is is going anywhere at this point in time it also doesn't really give us any insight onto into what bitcoin's supposed future is um uh, uh, so it, it's very difficult but like i say it's a momentum story and one thing that bitcoin certainly has it's momentum indeed you mentioned elon musk of course uh, he's uh, a bit of a fan of tweeting uh, regarding bitcoin and has affected price on many many occasions well 
Uh, it's uh, The shoe is on the other foot at the moment for Mr. Musk because he's lost more than $50 billion in two days following that Twitter poll asking whether he should sell 10% of his Tesla shares. Now, um, according to the Bloomberg Billionaires Index, that is the biggest two-day decline ever recorded. Um, so perhaps he should be a bit more careful in future as to what he tweets. I don't think you'll often hear Elon Musk and careful in the same sentence, if I'm perfectly honest. He He's very much out there. He he doesn't seem to have much regard in terms of uh, what it, what this does to his own personal fortune. I think, uh, and, and I think, I guess, when you're that wealthy, you don't need that much regard for it. He's never seemed to be the type of guy who's driven by money. Um, and this poll will have upset a few Tesla shareholders yesterday, I'm sure. The over the weekend, sorry. The the polls asking if he should sell 10% of his uh, of his shares to effectively pay this billionaire's proposed tax in the US. Um, and he, the interesting thing saying he'll abide by the results, um, what, whether that's actually the case or not, um, I guess uh, we will see. Um, but obviously that's knocked the share price quite considerably. And the fact that it came a day after his brother sold a large stake of his own um, which equated to around $109 million worth, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I think that just kind of added to the to the nervousness um, around the the uh, Tesla stock. But now it's fallen just under 20% in the course of a few days. While um, it's concerning to see people at such senior levels selling such large amounts of stock, I do wonder whether we are going to see people starting to potentially sense a bit of a bargain here and whether we will see that price relative being supported relatively soon just because it's fallen so far. There is obviously going to be nervousness around whether he actually follows through uh, on what he's saying um, and that could potentially weigh further. Um, but I guess, I guess we'll see if this gets tested because, like I say, it's not so often that you see share prices fall 20% and when you're talking about a... Uh, a share uh, of a company whose market cap is greater than a trillion dollars, then I think that's always going to attract some attention. Let's switch to commodities now, Craig, and the latest on gold and oil. Where do we stand? So gold is a little bit off today, but it's it's really interesting. It's 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 been very um, it's been caught in the in, in the crosswinds really uh, of what central banks have been doing recently. A couple of weeks ago, uh, two, three weeks ago, we saw it kind of break lower from this rising trend that it was within. And this came as we were starting to see rate hike expectations lift uh, considerably across the board. We were seeing expectations for three or four rate hikes next year from the Bank of England, a couple from the Federal Reserve. Um, and I think what we've seen since then has, um, has, has given gold a bit of a lift again. And I, 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 w I wouldn't be surprised if we continue to see this kind of choppy action, to be honest. So it broke lower on those initial on those initial repricing from interest rates in the markets being um, priced up. They've since been priced back again, and that's uh, and when we look at some of the commentary we've had over the last week or so from various central banks, it's perhaps not too surprising. We had the RBA that abandoned their um, yield targeting on the 2024 bond targeting 0.1%, that got broken. They didn't intervene in the markets to protect that just a few days before a meeting, and it surged quite considerably on the back of that. At the meeting, they decided, they announced that they had abandoned the target, um, uh, uh, giving almost the impression that they 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 
it was just unsustainable. Um, but then did continue to persevere with the message that they still don't expect to raise interest rates over the course of the next three years. So continuing to try and drive home that dovish message, even though they'd been almost forced um, into one action in the markets. Then we saw um, we the Bank of Canada ended its QE by QE program. Uh, we've uh, but then again, uh, but then then the BOE uh, on last Thursday um, after warning from various policymakers in the run-up to this that uh, the interest rates could rise and f- forcing this repositioning in the markets, including from Governor Andrew Bailey, um, who is now being referred um, in, a, in a manner reminiscent of Mark Carney back in, I think, 2014 as the unreliable boyfriend um, after days and weeks of suggesting that interest rates could rise, um, the Bank of England voted 7-2 against it, including Andrew Bailey voting um, the same way as the majority. So we've suddenly got these messages coming from central banks which are counterintuitive uh, and have forced the markets one way and have forced them back again. So in forcing them back and pairing back these interest rate expectations, gold has rallied higher once more. What's interesting is it rallied to 18, just shy of 1833, a very specific level, but a level that on three or four occasions since July, the price has rallied to before rebounding straight back off again. And it seems that that's what we're seeing again. Now we're still seeing it trade not far from those levels. When you we, when I say it's lower today, it's off by around four tenths of 1% and around just shy of 1825. So potentially still got momentum. Um, but it, yeah, it's some interesting moves we've seen in gold. And today we've got the US inflation data. So let's see how that goes. If we see a strong inflation number, that could really take the wind out the sails of gold uh, once more uh, and see another failure of that 1833. If we see a slightly softer inflation number, giving the Fed a little bit more space because the Fed is the last central bank that I didn't actually mention, just then the most important one at that. Um, And while they did begin their tapering, they were very much trying to push back markets in terms of looking for interest rate expectations. They can only push them back so far. Jerome Powell didn't seem keen to talk about it, but then the dot plot will be released alongside the next meeting minutes, uh, etc. So we won't have to wait long to get a view on what the central bank uh, sees in terms of interest rates for next year and, and beyond. Um, so that was the last one. So, but we'll get the US inflation data. So that could be key in determining whether gold can finally break through that 18 33, I imagine the release will have actually happened by the time many people uh, do listen to this. So that's gold markets. Oil markets relatively flat uh, on the day. Natural gas is off a little bit because we've started to see some evidence of uh, of Russian gas supply to Europe uh, ramp up a little bit. Now, that doesn't solve the winter problem, but it does slightly alleviate it for now, and it suggests that there's not that this is more than words from Vladimir Putin um, a week or two ago when he suggested that they were ready to fill the European storage, um, given that it's a uh, it, given that they are running low, which is what's caused this natural gas uh, and energy crisis. So we've seen these pull back to kind of the lowest levels we've seen over the course of the last couple of months. My gut with this is what Russia is effectively doing here is shown that they have the ability to supply as much as Europe needs, but maybe just not the capability to do so, which again, maybe just another nudge towards Nord Stream 2. If you can get this online, then we can supply. No uh, crisis averted. But they'll never say that because that kind of feeds into the that kind of feeds into the allegations that's coming from various corners about um, about 
what is happening here and about natural gas effectively being used as a weapon. So I guess what I'm saying is there's plenty going on in all corners of the markets, maybe not equities this week, uh, but in all corners of the markets, there's still plenty uh, of action right now and uh, ahead. Okay, Craig, thanks very much for joining us this morning. We'll speak to you again soon. Thank you. This is the Oanda Podcast.